Welcome to Gain That Tune. What is going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's your boy John Harrington here. I've got Jesse Moore with me. Say hey. Hey. We've got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we've got the king of the show, the August Absurdity Champion, Johnny fucking Regan. Say hey. Hey. Hey, what's going on, Johnny? Welcome back. Now, this is your episode of Game That Tune. I should just let you take over right now. Tell uh, tell everybody what the show is. Oh, so if this is your first time tuning in, um, this is a show where we rate and review pictures of feet. So every week, each one of what? us brings no, a picture no, of one no, person. <laughs> no, that's your other podcast. What are you doing? Oh shit! I'm sorry. If this is your first time tuning in to, I game... don't even know about this podcast. What just happened? I'm <laughs> thinking of Game That Heal. <laughs> So this is your first time tuning in to Game That Tune. This is a show where each of us goes off and uh, picks a game that fits a theme. We bring three songs based on the game, and then we listen to the music and say whose feet we're thinking of after hearing the music. What is happening right now? I'm this so confused. What is control of the show? I I know, but you know, my God, man, I don't expect it to go off the rails this bad. Uh, Johnny, first I, I've been. I'm intrigued by the idea that we go off uh, to pick our music as though we all like, you know, uh, leave from the same place to go find video game music. All right, guys, you ready? Four, um, two, one, break. Yeah, exactly. Break the huddle. The woods to harvest video game music. Mm-hmm. Okay, Johnny, I'm taking the show back. It's game that tune. We're going to listen to video game music and try and guess each other's games based on the songs. A little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off and have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes. Nothing to do with feet. Uh, sometimes. Uh, and our winner last week, shit, it was John Regan. So now Johnny gets to ha- take over the show again and no, tell you the theme. For again? The theme for this week's episode. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the theme for this week's episode was uh, Sega does what Nintendo don't. This is Sega Genesis games or Mega Drive if you're from Europe, mm, or yes. or a, just not the US. Actually, I think yeah. literally the rules of the world, uh, Japan, right. etc. It's called the Mega Drive, but in the good old Why US of A. Why did they call it? Why did they call it the Genesis here, Johnny? Explain the history of that. You know, that's a very good question. Um, I want to say that there was some kind of trademark issue or something, which is why they called the Genesis here, but I actually, mm. I honestly don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, it was right. something to do with post on that right. Phil Collins popularity. It must have been it, yeah. Uh, they were riding that wave, you know, that wave of goodwill that Phil Collins had here in the States. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, 1991. Yeah, big timer. Um, yeah, no, uh, you know, that's uh, that's something for you to look up during the episode, Johnny. Find out why it's called the Genesis. Uh, I looked um, up just now. It's actually pretty straightforward. Um, it's because it's America and it's the Bible, right? Yeah, they wanted to represent a new beginning for Sega, and the one of the people at Sega of America just hated the name Mega Drive. Oh. well, they're right. Story. It's not a good name. <laughs> it's it's simply I think it's okay. 
I think Mega Drive is okay. It sounds like a Genesis attachment to me. Like they should have called the Sega CD the Mega Drive. Yeah. And you know, that would have gotten people's attention. Oh god, can you imagine but, if they called the Mega Drive and the rest of the world and then here they call it the Genesis, but then they release the Sega CD here and call it the Mega Drive. <laughs> oh god. Mm-hmm. But then what would they call the the Sega CD everywhere else? The Mega CD, just the thing they already used. Right. <laughs> you know, or like, you know, the Super Disc. <laughs> the Super Floppy, this makes no sense. Exactly. Real... Yeah. Super Flat. Um, yeah, no, uh, I'm glad they didn't do that. Genesis is a good name. Uh, Se- uh, Sega CD is a good name. Also valid for this episode. If you can attach something to your Sega Genesis and play it, uh, it's valid for tonight's episode. So, uh, really, we just got a, we got a great game coming up, guys. Uh, classic, you know, I assume FM synth tunes. If anybody picks Sega CD, then we got some great CD audio tunes. You know, we just got a, you know, we got a rich and fertile uh, catalog to pick from of, uh, you know, Sega Genesis games. You know, we've, uh, much like last week on the SNES episode, we've used a lot of them. But, you know, I still feel like there's some kind of buried treasure that maybe we're not getting to on the Genesis. And I'm hoping that uh, that we find some of that tonight. Um, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Cause, you know, even, even when I don't have a fucking idea what the game is, usually I enjoy me some Genesis tunes. So it's going to be a good one. Um, we've got five fantastic games. We've got a great fan request. And, uh, you know, Johnny, if there's uh, nothing else, then we just got to jump into it. <laughs> Game one. here um i like the first game Minnie mouse also features as a playable <laughs> character in this game <laughs> Thank you. 
Got some answers. Uh, let's see here. So Jesse says I can't dance, which is incorrect. Um, John says Great Circus Mystery, which is probably correct. And uh, David says Circus Mystery with Mickey and Minnie, which is also probably correct. The full name of this game is The Great Circus Mystery starring Mickey and Minnie. This is our fan request from the evening from Kerrigan in our Discord. This is The Great Circus Mystery starring Mickey and Minnie. It's a platform game released for the Sega Genesis, also Super Nintendo. Um, it's a pretty cute platforming game. It, it, Power-ups come in the form of uh, outfits that you can like unlock. Like you unlock outfits, um, and new outfits give you abilities. Like there's a sweeper outfit that lets you suck up enemies with a vacuum cleaner. There's a safari outfit that lets you uh, climb walls and s swing from blocks. Uh, a cowboy outfit, which gives you a horse and a pop gun. And uh, yeah, you guys ever play this one? No. No. No, but I figured you did. And I feel bad about it because I feel like all of the classic Mickey and Donald games I should have played because they seem like things that I would have absolutely loved as a kid yeah they were they're pretty cute games I want to say uh, these started coming out when like 90 the first one came out in 92 second one came out in 94 and I think by 94 I was like nine years old and like I still liked Mickey but like I was also looking at Mortal Kombat and kind of at that age where I want to be cool and play what I see the cool older kids playing, you know? And so this one kind of skipped my radar a little bit back in the day, but, you know, looking back on it, I, I kind of kick myself now. I'm like, you could have just been playing that and having a good time. I, you know, like you can play all the games, John. Why, why would you do that to yourself, you know? And, uh, yeah. Seems cool. Yeah. And, uh, oh, go ahead, David. No, I was going to say, it, it does seem cool. So, being that it's circus themed, is there a like crossover with Dumbo at all? Uh, no, I believe uh, I gotta look up again. There are a few like crossover type characters in this game. Um, I mean, they're all still classic Disney. It's like you have you know Pluto, Mickey, uh, of course Mickey, uh, Pluto, <laughs> uh, Donald, Goofy. Um, and the plot of the game is that you're trying to like save people from. Like, there's a circus, these characters have gone missing, you're saving them. Um, there's Pete involved. I mm, I don't think so. That's a good question. He should be. Uh, Pete should be Sounds in like more you things. never solved the mystery, Johnny. No, I've always been pretty bad at puzzles and mysteries in general. Right. Uh, I mean, I, I'd be curious if there actually is a mystery in this game, or if they just kind of tell it to you up front, and the, the name is a bit of a misnomer. 
Yeah, so it's a platformer, like what do you want? There should be a mystery as to who's platformer. Right, who's behind all these circus based antics? You know, you ever heard of a mask? You ever seen an episode of Scooby Doo? It's not that complicated. I've 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 never seen an episode of Scooby Doo. If that's true, you're the richest of all of us, Johnny. (laughs) I've seen I've seen a lot of Scooby Doo. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. What's there? What a shock! New episode in a circus. There has yes. to have been. They're always in like abandoned in, carnivals and stuff. They're yeah, in like haunted houses and shit. There, there has it's to close be enough. Yeah. There's clowns. So. There's a, there's amusement. There's got to be a Scooby Doo set in some sort of amusement center. Um, but yeah, I don't care to find out. Fuck Scooby Doo. And so I'm looking at more stuff. Pete is in this game. He's like the main final boss of the game. Okay, well, so mystery was... solved, Johnny. Come on, man. You gotta say spoiler alert before you say that. <laughs> God. <laughs> what is the matter with you anyway? He's up to something tonight. <laughs> I can't believe Pete is the boss in a Mickey Mouse game. Like, that's... <sighs> he's the boss in that Goof Troop game, man. Now he's gotta be the boss in this. Come on, Did you man. know he's Come a on. cat? You know, I only learned that like last year. Huh. Yeah, I never knew what Pete was. Yeah, I, would... I mean, but I always assumed he was. He was an asshole. But well, yeah, but for sake of the you know the animals in that uh, you know Disney World, I always assumed he was like a big like I don't know like a supposed to be like a bulldog. You know, he's got that big jowl. I thought you know, but Goofy's like a a bull a bloodhound and yeah. Pete's uh, like a bulldog. I thought because it never point, occurred to me that he could be a cat. <laughs> no, like the, you, you never see him. The point of years makes sense with the cat. Yeah, but I mean, how often do you really notice that Pete has big pointy ears? I feel like they're not well, very big. Because I always thought ears, he was like a wolf, wolf like, for some reason. I don't. Yeah, know. see, you know, yeah, world's fattest wolf. Yeah, he doesn't really have any whiskers. You know, like that'd be a, good, a pretty good one if you had big long whiskers <laughs> like a cat. If you poop, there's not really any character in well, yeah, that's just because he's a man, David. He, you know, he's a middle-aged guy. Of course, he's got some stuff. He's got the Homer Simpson face. Yeah, middle-aged cat man. Yeah, exactly. Is that what I am? I think so, Jesse. Yes, I have five of them. Thoroughly, <laughs> Jesse. That is. Yeah, you might as well put that on your fucking LinkedIn. Yeah. That is you to a T, my friend. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not just saying that based on that. I know how many cats are in your house. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So, John, you ruined the mystery. Yeah, sorry, guys. If you were waiting to... If you were just thinking about picking up this game and solving a nice little mystery, um, you waited a little Fuck too you. long. Uh, it's been almost 30 years. Uh, you probably should have picked up at some point. Don't know what to tell you. I guess you really goofed. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> For that? And how about, hey, come on, man. Is Goofy even in the game, Johnny? Uh, You're just handing out sounds all willy-nilly? I think Goofy is a character you rescue in the game. I don't believe he's a playable character. Or of course, like... I'm trapped at the circus again. <laughs> what a mystery. <laughs> Here's the real mystery. Who did I impregnate? <laughs> I wonder what was in the other side of that glory hole. <laughs> okay, well... <laughs> Way different game. <laughs> also, I mean, what do you mean you wonder what was on the other side of the glory hole? It's usually somebody attached to the penis. 
or I guess you know, if Goofy's the one you know entering yeah. the hole, then well, it could be almost anything. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> it could be almost anything on the other side of that hole. <laughs> Uh, anyway, oh, Jesus man. Christ, man. <laughs> man um, this show's killer tonight. Yeah. What a pleasant start, though. Yeah. Nice uh, nice game. Good tunes. Nice way to kick yeah. it off. Everybody loves the circus. Nothing problematic or weird about the circus. Yeah. Remember when they used to put, like, hooks and animals to, like, drag them to the ring? Johnny, come on, listen. <laughs>
All right, so for this game, um, uh, unlike all the other versions of this game, um, this one was rendered entirely in 2D with a more traditional uh, hand-drawn sprites replacing the motion-captured 3D models of the other versions. Um, Also, it featured two less characters. Some, some answers. David, what was your answer? Uh, uh, it was going to be a penis with a happy face. Okay, that's sadly incorrect. Uh, Johnny and John say Virtual Fighter 2. That is correct. Yes. This is uh, Virtual Fighter 2 on the Sega Genesis? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Um... I think it's also on the Switch online uh, Nintendo service thingy. Wait, is it this version? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's this. Ver- no, this, yeah. You can play Sega Saturn games on the Switch now, John. No. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, man. They have those arcade classics, other games. I thought maybe they put the good Virtua Fighter 2 on there. No, they put this one. <laughs> That's really funny because so, uh, I haven't played this, but the, its reputation does precede itself. You can't really take the first 3D fighting game in like video game history and fucking distill it down to not 3D uh, and have it go over well. You know, I, I appreciate an interest like you know when you play like a handheld port of a game and you're like you expect you're like i know this is not going to be anything like the console version but it's going to be silly and uh 
this game is kind of like that. Like, it, they're essentially changing Virtual Fighter, which... What is the big thing about Virtual Fighter? It's like one of the first 3D fighting games. It is the first 3D yeah. fighting game. And so, like, this is a 2D fighting game. And um, it's, you know, it's admirable because the game actually works. You know, it, it's not the same. Like, it's, um, I was reading, they had to take away a lot of the moves but there's no still there's still about uh 700 moves in the game which is as many as there are in the first virtual fighter so that's per that's, character no no not per character probably in total oh. god right. 700 with one character i fuck that with all characters Jesus Christ. <laughs> i'm i have trouble learning like three like you give me three good moves i can learn in a fighting game it's like okay right. those those are my you know that's what i'm gonna be spamming that's my struggle on those uh, that new Mortal Kombat when we were playing that. It's like, keep pulling yeah. up the move list. All right, I found three things my fingers are comfortable doing. That's what you're going to get from me, baby. When, not, when str- I, not stringing combos. When I play fighting games, I learn one move, quarter circle punch. If that fighter has that as a move, great. If they don't, I'm not learning it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah deep trouble. <laughs> Johnny, this is Tekken. That never works for anybody. Oh, well, I'm not learning anything else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I can't believe they decided to port Virtual Fighter two to the sec. Like, Bold. I could see Bold. them maybe saying, "Oh, let's put on the thirty two X." But just no, just straight Genesis. There, <laughs> there was a thirty two X one, and it ran fine. It was, you know, and it was the three D thing. Yeah, three. All of them were three D except this one. Should've and then it. it was just like a weird two D art that kind of vaguely reminded you that. Oh, yeah, isn't this supposed to be in 3D? Because this sure isn't. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Game Boy port of a fucking fighting game, but on your TV, so it just makes you feel yeah. dumb for playing it. Yeah. <laughs> like, the novelty of a Game Boy or a Game Gear port is that they're shitty and handheld, but it's like, yeah, I can play it, you know, on a car ride. But, like, why would you play a 2D version of Virtua Fighter at home on your TV when you could, I don't know, go to the arcade and play it on a TV for a quarter? Um, well, or I guess if you owned a thir- if you owned a thirty two X, you could play it on that. <laughs> well, here's what you do: you buy the Sega Nomad, which is a portable Genesis, and now you can play two D Virtual Fighter on the go to the arcade, where you then mm-hmm. play the real game. Right? Yeah, <laughs> get your mom to give you a ride and just be like, "Oh, whoa, what am I doing with this?" <laughs> Last longer than the Game Gear, surprisingly. <laughs> well, that's oh. a pretty low bar. Yeah, Jesse, <laughs> I. I definitely see what you're talking about because I was curious. It was like Virtua Fighter 2. Like it was a very, very early 3D game. So it didn't look great. Like it was super blocky and everything. Like I'm sure it looks better on the Genesis. And the sprites are nice, but the sprites, it looks like they're trying to convey 3D models. Which just yeah. is just going to remind you that it's like, why am I not playing the 3D version? Mm hmm. It's a it's a mistake all around. Um, I, it, it, there's no denying it. I recall back in the day, the Genesis version of Virtual Fire Two was the basis for a lot of um, bootleg fighting games. Like there was a Tekken game for the Sega Genesis that was just a hacked version of Virtual Fighter Two for the Genesis. Oh wow! And, and so Jesse, I, I'm sorry, real quick, am I seeing this correctly? This came out on the Genesis in goddamn 1996. Yes. Isn't that wild? After, 
after the release of the Saturn again? Yes, so like more reasonable. Okay, now hold on. See, I thought this was like a they did it here first kind of thing. Why would they bother doing this? Yeah, that's another thing. It's like, what is what were you doing? It's, Who, it's almost like when you're like, wow, Madden uh, 19 is on the Wii. What the fuck? Who right, yeah. It's on the Wii. Oh, God. No, that, I mean, wow. That Okay, that's fascinating. I didn't know the timeline of this. That's so fucking late to be releasing Virtua Fighter 2 on the fucking, you know, December 96. Fuck, man, that was like in Nintendo 64 launch time. And they're fucking, <laughs> you know, they're hitting Christmas shelves with Virtua Fighter 2 on Genesis. Like That's so fucking late to release Virtua Fighter 2 on Genesis. That's so fucking late to release anything on Genesis. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wait, we still make Genesis games? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Virtua Fighter 2. Just like only in Brazil or something? No, no, no. They say the, the, the packing label says America. Yeah. They it's want just, it over there. It says Genesis, don't it? <laughs> Right. Damn, you're I was, right. I just thought Phil Collins really liked Virtual Fighter. Yeah, God, I can't believe he ordered 30,000 of these. <laughs> um, you know, I, oh, fuck, Phil Collins sent us back 28,000 copies. <laughs> um, I only needed the one in it. Yeah. My favorite part of that joke is Phil Collins decided to keep 2,000 copies of Virtual Fighter 2 on Genesis. He's, well, for he's his got, friends and family. Yeah, he's got Christmas coming up, David. The Mega Drive was huge. That's yeah. in December of 1996. Yeah, with Phil Collins. <laughs> yeah. Um, man. About to do Tarzan? Yeah. Yeah. You know, one thing I'll say that I do love about the Virtua Fighter series, no matter what the game is and you know what system it's on, love the logo. Great font. I love yeah. that, uh, that cursive and that gradient. It's a classic mm. 90s look, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's uh, it's low low praise. Not much uh, not much to say great about Genesis Virtua Fighter Two, but I will say I love the Virtua Fighter cursive logo. Yeah, Street Fighter logo is cool. I feel like the Virtua Fighter logo is smooth. <laughs> There's your box quote from Game That Tune. Yeah. Virtua Fighter Two on Genesis. It's got a nice looking logo. Listen, hey, I'm a sucker for a good '90s font, and. I'm trying to think of a nice thing to say about it. The series has a good font. You know, I can't put it over any other way, over any other series, like, you know, 3D fighting games or otherwise. But Virtua Fighter might have the best of the 90s logo fonts. There it is. Hot take. I know. I'm sorry. Hot take. Yeah. Yeah. Good logo. They they probably you know paid somebody a lot of money, with all the money they saved from adding the letter L to their titles. They're like, you know, if we just cut that little L out of there, we can probably ooh, we can get somebody to design this thing. It's going to look so smooth, and they did, and it was great because uh, it's not virtual fighting; it's virtual fighting. Um, anyway, Jesse, is there anything else on Virtual Fighter Two on the Genesis of all things? No, good soundtrack. Uh, play it on Switch. That's weird. <laughs> Do you really recommend that? I mean, if you have the Nintendo service online or whatever, fucking, mm-hmm. and you got five minutes to kill, you got the Switch, you're <laughs> in the bathroom, you're like, you know, Word. You know, pinch this off and play as Akira. There are worse ways to take a shit yeah. than playing Virtual Fighter 2 on Genesis. There's your box quote, guys. <laughs> Saying, in that font. <laughs> 
There's our next t-shirt, guys. <laughs> yep. <laughs> get ready. We just we're, we're gonna get fucking all kinds of copyright strikes against our merch store as soon as we start using the virtual fighter font, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, it's gonna be good. Real virtual good. Paper. Mm-hmm. Tertua fighter. Tertua, that's good. Game three. <laughs> Okay, so this game uh, includes four different eras that uh, gameplay can take place in, each including uh, historical events that can help or hinder uh, your uh, ability to, you know, play the game as it's meant to be played. The, the eras, of course, are 1955 to 75, 1970 to 1990, 1985 to 2005, and the far-off future of 2000 to 2020.
right. Who's feeling great? Feeling pretty Me. good. All right, guys. Let's uh, see some answers. Oh man, Johnny says uh, looks like a like a knuckle sandwich. Uh, Jesse says invisible touch, and David says Ninja Sesame Street. So close. Um. Oh yeah. I swear that I do second like song had part of the Sesame Street melody in it. Well, who could say? Um, but I like that you're, you know, I don't know, you're uh, kind of inferring from the context of the eras, like the, you know, the early era of public broadcasting on into the future. You know, you're right on track, David. But no, sadly, this is not a Sesame Street game. No, this is a little game called Aerobiz Supersonic. Oh, I've heard of this. What? Yeah. Aerobiz. Yeah, it's supersonic. A, it's you're running um you're running the Concorde airline, right? Uh, the supersonic, you know, air business in the air, Aerobiz supersonic. Uh yeah, do, do you think you're joking, Johnny? I I do. Don't tell me yeah, No, you're not. <laughs> yeah. Um so I, you know, the my story with this game is I never really paid close attention to it. I saw it named in like Nintendo Power and I saw it on the shelf at Blockbuster and never really gave it the time of day, but I always thought, hmm, Aerobiz Supersonic, that sounds kind of cool. I assume it's like a supersonic jet flying game. Um, you know, choose a jet, maybe it's some fighter stuff. Um yeah, you know, I was really keyed in on the supersonic part of things. It was the '90s. I love Seattle Supersonics. Supersonic, good word, gets my attention. What I wasn't paying attention to was the word Aero Biz. Uh, this game is not about flying supersonic jets. What this game is is a airline management simulator. <laughs> on the Genesis. On the Genesis and the Super NES, yes. Um, it's a business simulation in which you take control of an airline and you take control, uh, you, you choose a home base for your airline and then try to become the top airline with four other major competitors around the world. Um, this really did happen. It really came out. Uh, it's, um, it's actually kind of intriguing as a like uh you know like a sim game you know you, you like uh you set up shop in like one of the major cities like uh and there's so there's seven different regions um you got fucking like you know north america south america southeast asia you know uh india middle east africa and europe and i think that was seven maybe i don't know close enough um and so you choose a uh, you choose a hub city for your major airline, and then it's about uh, you have you have control of uh, like agents that work for you, and you send them out to the cities nearby to negotiate uh, you know routes, and you can also send people out to buy new airplanes from airplane manufacturers, and then eventually you start running flights, and it's all about managing your planes and their capacity and. Uh, you know, you're trying to get the most passengers and make the most money. The, uh, you know, goal at the end of the game, I believe, is like, you know, they set goals. Uh, you know, th it's not designed to just be like an ongoing thing. It doesn't go forever. It's not like SimCity or whatever where there's no theoretical end. You know, you got those 20 years to do your fucking thing. 
And if by the end of it, you haven't achieved the goals, which are usually like, you know, uh, become number one in four markets, have the most money. Well, like they give you like three or four win conditions, depending on the difficulty. Uh, you don't win. In fact, none of the, you know, the uh, characters or the none of the airlines will win if they don't satisfy that goal. So I guess it is designed to keep you playing in that case. You try to figure out how to run a fucking airline properly. But um, yeah, it's... Um, it's a weird little sim game. Like it's just all about managing your uh, your things and sending your guys out to, you know, uh, negotiate routes. You can buy or like partner in with, uh, um, like thing uh, different businesses in the the big cities that you want to operate in. Like you can buy a hotel, you can invest in an amusement park. You know, you can do all these different things to try and draw people to your different cities and use your airline. It's. Um, it's a really interesting little game where, you know, it, it's, and it's one of those, it's one of those games that I only learned about it being this in the last few years. And it's one of those things that made me so thankful that I never rented this because like, <laughs> I really always just saw that name and thought, Oh yeah. Okay. Supersonic flying thing. Maybe something like arrow, the acrobat, but it's not a bat. I'll hold off on that, and then, and then I just never, I never went for it, and then I find out, you know, years later, oh, that wasn't a, that wasn't an action game at all. It was a goddamn airline simulator. I'm like, well, thank fucking god I never spent five dollars on that. I would have been furious. <laughs> like, if I had rented this shit when I was nine years old and gotten home and was like ready to fucking, you know, pop in a cool new action game, thinking I'm getting like, you know, Gradius or some shit. And then oh, I get oh. airline simulation. I've been like, yeah, hold on. Now, I don't often ask for a ride back to the store, but dad, I'm going to have to insist that I get a ride back to the store because <laughs> what the fuck have I done? This is a mistake. Um, yeah, it's a hoot. And yeah, it's got the, uh, it's got the different eras of aviation or whatever, like of commercial aviation, I should say. Uh, like, you know, the fifties where it's like, you know, uh, it, it's like the dawn of commercial jets and then you know the 70s there's like fucking uh instability and in things that affect the business there's cold war and like oil crises and shit uh and then you know the 80s are sadly based on this game it's like kind of the reaganomics era so everything's okay <laughs> what jesse can you smoke on the plane you can't be on the plane. There is no on the plane. You're a fucking, you know, you're looking at a screen. You're just, a, you're an accountant. Let me you know, rephrase Jesse's question. Can you let people smoke on the plane? <laughs> you know, it's probably an option <laughs> that you eventually have to acknowledge that it's you know, healthier to turn off. <laughs> um, but, you know, my favorite thing is that the, uh, there's the tw uh, 2000 to 2020 era, which is, you know, in this game, it's about the replacement of jets with supersonic jets and oh, that accurate. being the future of aviation. Um. Yeah, totally happened. Mm -hmm. Like it's so good that we replaced just those uh, those old jets with supersonic jets. And I was doing a little reading on the you know, it made me think. Uh, hey, wait a minute. Why didn't we replace all jets with supersonic jets by now? <laughs> and uh, turns out there's actually a, a pretty simple reason. It's prohibitively expensive and also scientifically basically impossible to make it worth anybody's while to do this on a commercial basis. Like, they, the amount of money it takes to operate a supersonic jet and to overcome literally the force of drag 
is greater than they could ever charge anybody to make money doing fucking supersonic commercial airline flights. It's uh, it's an unfortunate reality, but it's like, you know, why do planes still go the same speed they were going in like the 70s? It's like, well, it's kind of, they did like, they crunched the numbers and it's not really a great idea to go any faster. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, they, they kind of maxed out the speed <laughs> as much as they could. It's, you know. It sucks, but that's just you know, that's the way of things. Until they figure out, like you know, until they fucking figure out a way to cover the fucking plane in cooking spray or some shit and let it just glide through the air with no drag, you know, they're not going any faster for fucking commercial planes. Obviously, it works different for fighter jets and shit like that, but like, it's just not a thing that's you know really uh, really happening. It's a uh, it's a shame because you know I've, I've been thinking about it. I'm like, why can't I get a faster plane? Well, come on, do it. Can you can you just imagine boarding your flight? And you sit down in your seat and you look out the window and you just see a guy on the wing with a can of Pam, like spraying Hell it yeah. down. There's a yeah, man on the side of the plane. Yeah, a man, a can of Pam. You know, Panama. that's all you need, baby. I am so. I am glad, but also sad that you qualified uh, the various periods of commercial aviation because. God, I want to unlock a Wright Brothers plane in this game. Right, yeah, yeah. That's a good way to run a non-successful airline, David. Fucking, you know, shuttle your fucking passengers around from, you know, Tokyo to Beijing in a Wright Brothers plane. This is why you don't get to run an airline. Oh, I had a different idea. How many, I was thinking how many of- passengers can you fit? Two? <laughs> Yeah, maybe I was thinking, no less. Thin. <laughs> Way less. <laughs> I was thinking you start a whole airline that just transports passengers up and down about a hundred feet of Kitty Hawk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need to buy a landing area in Kitty Hawk and also a takeoff area shortly, uh, just a little ways that way in Kitty Hawk. <laughs> you know, like, you know, I could I could bid for this, <laughs> but yeah. It's a it's a bizarre business management game. It's got fun, chill Sega Genesis tunes. Um, you know, I like the tunes. I like the vibe of it. I I think as an adult, I appreciate this more. And I think I could have found the fun in this if it were like, you know, a phone game. Like, you know, if this were a fucking app where it's like, yeah, fucking, you know, manage your flights and like, I don't know, you know, take over the world with supersonic jets. Yeah, that sounds great. But like, man, 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 am I happy I didn't rent this on the fucking Super Nintendo or Genesis. Like, that would have fucking pissed me off. Because, you know, it would have been those. It's it's one of those things that would have gone not only completely over my head, but like those systems just weren't good for like pointing and clicking at things. So they had everything simplified with big, dumb buttons, and I wouldn't have known what anything did. And it would have just been one of those frustrating fucking experiences. And man, cute little game. Interesting idea. Airline simulation. You know, don't try to fucking trick people into doing this, but. You know, again, uh, you know, it's, it's made by uh, Koei. Fucking Koei, get on the App Store and release Aerobiz Supersonic Pocket or some shit. You know, I would consider playing it there. But, um, man, what a uh, what a game. I love also the box art show it to, to illustrate that it's the future. And I guess, again, to not get me to notice that it's about business, not about flying planes. There's two businessmen pouring over a hologram of a supersonic jet. And I'm like, damn, that's uh, that's pretty rad. That hologram. Look at this young NFT me, I got. Yeah, young man, obviously not uh, recognizing this game is not a game in which you get to fly the planes at all. <laughs> like, oh man, 
I'm, uh, I got. I, I need to. You know, I should have. Uh, if I could travel back in time, I would tell myself, read the fucking box before, like, and you know, and look at the art, and really consider what you think you're seeing, <laughs> and don't just think this is cool. Read the um, box beyond the title. He didn't right. rent it anyway, so why would you need? It sounds like you're just over-explaining to yourself and yourself. Yeah, but I spent. Like, Fuck you, old man. I'll, now I am gonna rent it. I spent like 25 years thinking maybe I should have rented this. It kept me up. Oh my god. Yeah. Did I, yeah, maybe I really missed out. Did I miss out on a fantastic SNES action game? As it turned out, no. Yeah. It's like if you had a baby when you were like 17 and then never claimed it and refused to take a paternity test. And then like years later, you finally submit to the test and it's not even your kid. Yeah. You, you I, lived I don't a life think full I understand of, this metaphor. You lived a life full of regret for uh, for fucking dodging that you know bullet all these years, but then ultimately, well, it's not your problem. <laughs> what a very specific. <laughs> what a Are great... you trying to tell us something? <laughs> no, this didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, it just turned out you know years later. I was not the father of Aerobiz Supersonic. That was the important thing. I, God, I can't wait to look up that episode of Maury. guys so uh in the game's data there's a international title field that uh calls this game troubleshooter vintage uh which is another name commonly used for the game however it never was released under this title
Alright, who's got some answers? Hang on. It's a very long and elaborate subtitle. <laughs> Not gonna be worth it. <laughs> Alright, so let's see here. Uh, oh my god. Uh, so Dave says Thunder Force colon, whichever we haven't used. I agree, John, that wasn't worth it. <laughs> <laughs> John, John says IT crowd classic. Nope. And then Jesse says land Not troubleshooter vintage IT crowd classic. Come oh, on, man. that is good. And then Jesse says land of confusion. These are all incorrect. <laughs> this is the sequel to Troubleshooter. Uh, which in the uh, troubleshooter in the rest of the world was released as Battle Mania. This is Battle Mania Daigenju, aka Battle Mania 2, Troubleshooter 2. Uh, released for the Sega Genesis in 1993, developed by Vic Tokai. Ooh, Vic! He does some silly stuff. Yeah, the, um, those Tokai guys, man, they, they make some games now. So, huh? why didn't they call it 2 Rubble Shooter? Oh, or right. trouble tutor. Oh, well, trouble tutor is also a good like one. A problem with trouble tutor. That no, sounds no, like no, a very no, no. Trouble tutor is absolutely fine, man. Yeah, <laughs> sponsored yeah. by Heinz. Yeah. I live that life. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, like, maybe somebody will get confused because, based on the music, I'm assuming this is some kind of action game. And trouble tutor, like, maybe they think it's a game about Henry VIII and the Tudor dynasty. Oh, you're saying you're oh. spelling Tudor weird. <laughs> Tudor, Tudor. Yeah, no, I'm thinking Tudor like my butt. Yeah, we're talking about farts, David. <laughs> oh, I was, yeah. I was thinking like someone who like teaches you after school. Oh, that's also true. Teuton trouble tutor <laughs> is what they would we're say. About- <laughs> 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 Episode title, right? Now, there. now I want a game that's trouble tutor T U T O R, and you're like a badass punk rebel secretly teaching kids like arithmetic. Or you're a bad tutor, like you're just you know yeah. not good at tutoring, like you're a troubled tutor. You, know, you, you realize you shouldn't have accepted this family's money, and you're really shortchanging their poor boy. <laughs> so what's five times nine? Uh, Seventy-four hundred. I don't know, man. I just know how to rock. Well, well. Oh yeah, that's a good, speaking that's of rock. A good this soundtrack. Oh my god. Yeah, that's okay. yes. That's how we get on track, Johnny. Um. I hate to go ahead and ask this question, but was this released in America? I, it doesn't sound like it was. So, yeah, this is a side-scrolling shooter game. Um, oh, it's a pretty you're interesting not game. The question. Uh, you can shoot, and you have multiple control schemes you can use, one of which is eight-direction shooting, which is pretty neat. Um, Johnny. Do they have an just, American control? Just for the record, Johnny, you're, you're king of the show. You can do whatever you want, buddy. Oh, yeah. Okay, so yeah, no, fuck you guys. This game was not released in the U.S. <laughs> yeah, no, of course not. I just wanted to make sure, because, you know, with a game like, uh, with a name like Battle Mania Daijinju, it just doesn't really sound like the kind of thing that would make American shows. You know, and I'm not, and it, really, I'm not sure Troubleshooter, uh, what is the, the subtitle, Vintage? Yeah. I don't know if that would make it on the shelves either. Yeah. It, it didn't, but. And I don't, I really don't know why, because it's really, I mean, I, 
I, I think I kind of know why. Like, it's a pretty dope game. I think it's filled with a lot of Japanese humor that's hard to translate. It might be part of it. Um, mm. but, but even if you take that out, it's still a great game. Um, so, so it's basically a shmup. Uh, but some levels, like, not all levels scroll the same way. Some go left, right. Some go up, down. Um, and the first, the first level, I was loving it. Because the first level is, like, you're scaling up a building. You're on the outside of a building. And there's a neat effect they do where you see your reflection in the glass on the building. Until Ooh. you get about halfway up, and your reflection busts out of the glass, and now that's a mini boss. And I was like, oh my god. That's pretty fucking Whoa. Cool. <laughs> wow. That is dope. That's some trippy shit, man. And then... So in in the previous game, I can't remember if you could play as one or if you had to choose between characters or if there's a two player mode. But there's like two characters in this game. You get them both. But in the first level, the second character hasn't like activated yet. Um, and at the end of the first level, you fight the main boss for a bit until the other player, uh, Maria, comes flying out of the building in like a red Corvette and just lands on top of the boss and ends the boss fight awesome. for you. Like this is this is dope. Why was okay, this yeah, not super red. Yeah, yeah, this sounds very American. <laughs> <laughs> it's so uh, good. I'm it's really into it. So, I mean, like, are there are there more instances of like weird, trippy shit happening, like where your reflection attacks you and shit? Because that, I mean, I'm down with that. Like, make the game make no sense. I'm I'm cool with that. That sounds uh, like I don't know. It, like, it that seems like kind of shit where like somebody was playing with the. Uh, like trying to make that reflection work and be like, I don't know, man, it's not really a reflection. We have another sprite on the screen. And then like, oh, wait, we have another sprite on the screen. We should just make it a boss. <laughs> like, you know, hmm, this, you know, that's just crazy enough to work. Battle maniac. Let's, yeah. uh, let's fucking, let's work that in. There is, they should, uh, there should be all kinds of trippy shit going on. There, there is a pretty crazy shit. So, like, in in one level, instead of using your jetpacks and flying like you do in the rest of the game, uh, you're on the road in a car. Um, and nope. you're fighting, uh, you're driving alongside this crazy truck that has, like, rats running inside the wheels. Um, and, like, things popping out of the truck. And the truck is a face. Uh, and you attack the face. It's all kinds of just crazy weirdness. Um... Good and yeah, there's Good. another there's another stage where you have giant feet coming from the ceiling and trying to stomp people. There you go, Johnny. There you go. <laughs> there it is. We found it. Mm -hmm. Giant feet coming. Yep. Only a matter of time. Now, Johnny. Also, I'm looking at this uh, like you know some image search, some box art. Are you also playing as like kind of good-looking anime chicks with body armor on? Yes. So yeah. so yeah, you're playing. Wow. You're, you're controlling um, the blonde girl uh, Mania, and then you you were you're kind of also controlling Maria, but your your only hitbox is on Mania, the blonde person. The other gotcha. person's like a backup kind of thing. Their names are Mania and Maria. Mania and Maria. Awesome. And you can have uh, there's a few different control schemes you can use. Uh, so you actually have to change directions like you're not just on the left side of the screen shooting right the whole time sometimes you have to face left and shoot things on the left that's fucking crazy Johnny wow <laughs> what a change and yeah you can have control schemes where like either um, only mania turns around when you hit the turnaround button or maybe they both turn around when you hit the turnaround button or you can do the eight direction thing uh, where you pick a direction and then start firing word yeah huh. And uh, oh. it's pretty crazy. You also have, uh, but before each level, you get to choose a power booster, which is like a 
item that will charge up as you defeat enemies, and then you can unleash its charge. Uh, and they're like, basically, you can have a like vertical clean, uh, vertical screen, you know, clearing thing. You can have a horizontal screen clearing thing, like a big attack that goes all the way top bottom, attack that goes all the way left right. Or there's the Benton bomb, which is a weird, crazy bomb thing with like a some kind of spirit going around you. And another weird thing that I'm like, I I don't know what this. I feel like this must mean something in Japan that I just I just it don't probably understand. means something to somebody. But yeah, no, there there might really be a cultural separation occurring here. Yeah, but I feel like there's enough that we could have gotten this. I feel like there's a, yeah. there's a lot here. Like you know, it's weird for sure. But like I don't know, man. It's not that weird. Like, how can you not market, like, women in body armor shooting weird shit to America? Like, I, I don't, I don't really get it. How they, uh, how they not bring that over here? Yeah. Like, I almost don't even need it explained. Like, leave it in Japanese for all I care. Bring like, it over. Looks fun. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm look, I, yeah. like, I'm looking at the box art, and you have two women sitting on a car. They got giant guns. Like, sold. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I didn't know the original. I didn't know troubleshooter was even a thing. So you know, if they brought this over, and I mean, obviously, you know, I, I would compare it to something like Katamari Damacy. Like they translated Katamari Damacy for America, but like they didn't really do anything to make it less, you know, fucking weird. Like that's kind of the whole point. So they should have done that. They should have just brought this over, called it Troubleshooter 2, or not even not even made reference to the original Troubleshooter, called it, you know, Battlemania Daijinju, and fucking, you know, I don't know, sold the 5,000 copies they were going to sell. <laughs> like, I, I feel like there's you know, a time... Somebody out there treasures this game. I feel like there's a time when people, when, like, I, I think all the game companies just had a hard time dealing with Japanese stuff in general, right? Because they were always redrawing box arts, for example, you know? Right, yeah. Like... Kirby's too happy. We got to make him angrier. Yeah. You know, fucking America hates women. We shouldn't publish this game. <laughs> That's probably, God, I hate to laugh at that, but you're probably right. Like, I, I finally Christ. got there literally just in starting that sentence. I was like, wait, I figured it out. <laughs> fucking, yeah. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> They're women. Yeah. They're, they're, America really doesn't love that, um, which is a shame. Yeah, maybe if they had covered them in more body armor like Samus and then only revealed that these troublesome shooters were uh, women mm. by, you know, you beating the game, maybe it would have blown some minds and changed some hearts, huh? Women could do things? <laughs> women can be trouble shooters? Oh, oh this is America. I thought women were just trouble. <laughs> I suppose they could. You know, yeah, in America, they could be trouble and shooters. I was going to say, I don't think the problem is America hates women. I think it's America hates oh, it's women with agency. Yeah. Sure. What if one of them got that moon sickness? I don't want no women doing stuff like that with their emotional, you know, right. breakdowns while they got all them guns and body armor, I tell you what. Mm -hmm. is, is moon sickness being a werewolf? No, man, it's a period, stupid. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, now, David, you played Metroid Other M. What if, uh, what if in exchange for uh, these women's agency, they got this uh, game published in America? What if they just changed enough about the game to where a man was telling them what to do the whole time? <laughs> Charlie's Angels. Yeah. Um, Think about it. <laughs> I'd rather not, because that requires thinking about Metroid Other M, and I'd 
want to think about that game as little as possible. Was I was I off base with that reference? Just for the record, I'm, I you know I didn't play Other M, but I feel like that was a criticism at the time. Oh no, that's absolutely something that happens in yeah. the game. Like it turns out the whole thing's just about men. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, shouldn't have been. Should have been. You know, just like other Metroids, women be bounty hunting aliens that's what the fucking metroids should be <laughs> um just like this game they could have called it women be shooting and we would have been in fucking business baby they could have gotten Sinbad to market it <laughs> put them fucking... in like american flag bikinis you know no man no don't change anything else just fucking call it women be shooting <laughs> like that's all it takes yeah put them in a Sinbad windbreaker for all i care <laughs> don't even translate any of the in-game text from japanese nope. <laughs> nothing else changes Sleeve in Japanese, you know, beautiful. You know, yeah, wouldn't be shooting. <laughs> it it would have worked. That, you know, damn, we finally got there. You know, we could have saved America from all these ensuing years of woman hating if we just fucking got women be shooting onto the shelves. Yeah, thirty something years ago. <laughs> <laughs> they could have done it, man. We got we got to get Vic Takai on the phone. We got to get that time machine fired up. We gotta we got the society to save here on it game five
and gentlemen. Um, so the main character of this game uh, appears as a cameo in the introduction to the Nintendo Switch version of the Sega Ages collection. Gentlemen, uh, who's got their answers? Don't I always, David? Don't I always? I know. I was checking with the other guys too. All right. So uh, Jesse says that's all. Um, sadly incorrect. Uh, John and Johnny both have the correct answer. This is Elemental Master. Jesse, you fool! We haven't used this before. We have not. Wow. <laughs> I've played this game before. Oh, wait. Have we used <laughs> you it? sure have, Jesse. Yeah. I, I thought I might have because I was like, I know this game. <laughs> Johnny, go ahead and tickle that game over key for me. Uh, tickle, 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 tickle. <laughs> game David, we love you, man, but this was used in episode 209. By Jesse. See, I... I knew it as soon as the first song played. I was like, oh, hey, the Elemental Master. That soundtrack fucking rules. That's a good one. <laughs> Been listening to that on the radio for three years now. <laughs> it's it's such a, like, kind of obscure game. I thought there's no way that we didn't use... There's no way that we did use it, so I, I... didn't check. And I I used to make a lot of videos about Sega games, so I mm -hmm. played a lot of Sega games. 
fuck? Was this the game where you're collecting rings or something? No, that's and Sonic. No. <laughs> no. God, you know, you're you're thinking Jewel Master. Jewel Master, that's what I'm thinking of. Also Sonic, but that's just a voice. Um... Fuck, I was all excited to talk about this fun little game. You're gonna blow our minds with Elemental Master. Little did you know, your mind was blown by it years ago. <laughs> uh, it's alright, buddy, you can talk about it. We haven't talked about it. Now I, now I feel even like... bad that I was... I feel even worse that I was like, yeah, I got a good game to close the show on. <laughs> yeah, it's alright. Yeah, but yeah, you, uh... You know... Yeah, you, you really didn't control F on that fucking uh, that use uh, games used so far screen. So, you know, David, tell us your favorite thing about Elemental Master. I, I, you know, are you, would you call yourself an Elemental Master? What's the best um, element in Elemental Master? Yeah. If the element is knowledge, no, I am not an Elemental Master. <laughs> right. Is the element computers? Because no. <laughs> um, no, this is a... Fuck. It <laughs> <laughs> really fucked you up, huh? It really did, because um, it's a it's a badass game. It's a, a top down um, vertical shmup, but um, instead of being in a like a spaceship, you're just a dude in like a medieval fantasy world who's casting spells. So you're basically just like launching energy bullets out of your hand the entire time. Um, I was I was all set to say like yeah it's pretty much Thunder Force meets Golden Axe which is dope as hell. Um, mm -hmm. Apparently you all already knew that. Um, it's got a kick-ass soundtrack. For, you know I'm just gonna do my bit. Um, it's got a kick-ass soundtrack by Toshiharu Yamanishi. Um, they've done a couple of cool games: Devil's Crush, Thunder Force three and four. Maybe you've mm. heard of those. Yeah, if you listen to video game music, which presumably people that are here and listening to the show do, yeah, you've heard Thunder Force. Uh, yeah, it's no soundtrack's fucking soundtrack's great, man. I fucking uh, like I said, as soon as you played that song, <laughs> I was like, hey, that's uh, I know that because it's on the radio right now. I know I know what fucking game this is. That's strange. Usually, I don't immediately have that recon, uh, you know, uh, I don't immediately recognize it like that. But uh, yeah, no, this is a it was a delightful soundtrack for a very strange game. Um, is this on the Sega, uh, the Switch Online service? Can can I play this tonight? It is not. I mean, you can. Gah. It's not on the Switch Online service. Gah. Okay. Dang. That's uh, that's unfortunate. Because yeah, now I'm just gonna have to play Virtual Fighter Two tonight instead. Yeah, that's terrible. I mean, yeah. could be worse. I mean, you could play literally anything else. You could be yeah. playing that weird King Kong game that came out recently. It was pretty bad. You know, I didn't really read a thing about that. I think I saw like one image from it and thought it was like a like a hard drive article, and I just assumed it was fake. No, <laughs> that's a real fucking not. game. Yeah, no, that's upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, not as upsetting, however, as someone getting game over on Game That Tune. J uh, David, I am just so hard. So. So sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say so hard right now, but I, I said well, yeah. so hard for the game overs. I get it. 
it brings me no pleasure except the you know, physical pleasure I'm experiencing from you being game over. <laughs> it gives um, me no pleasure aside from the yeah. massive erection. Right. Yeah, exactly. You're really pushing me to the edge. Um, um, but yeah, I, I thought this game was so kind of obscure. There was no way that we used it. So I didn't even bother checking. You didn't count on one Sega underscore legend uh, that we had been... I don't know, utilizing on this show for the majority of its history. Yeah. He uh, he was ready for you, David. He was ready for you three years ago. <laughs> I can only say, Jesse, I am sorry I have failed you. So no, for, a less, for a less con- uh, confused discussion of uh, Elemental Master, feel free to check out episode 209 of Game That Tune. It was published in August of 2020. A less okay, confusing just, time. Just push the knife a little deeper, John. Yeah, exactly. David, it was our August Absurdity tip-off episode. You fucking, I can't believe you forgot about this. God. <laughs> was that the year you got hit by a car? You know, it might have been. Mm. That would explain yeah. Who's got egg on their face, John? Maybe, maybe that's why you forgot. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, it's... Uh, it's a, a fun game with a great soundtrack. Um, and, man, there's got to be some way to write this ship. I, I mean, I know that we didn't, uh, you know, prepare any uh, extra games or anything. But, oh, well. Yeah. What are you going to do?
Hi guys. Um, so the storyline in this game is presented differently, whether you're playing in the NTC or PAL regions. Uh, in the NTC version, you have an option menu where you can choose to have the story presented in cinematics between levels, um, or in a short, like, bullet list of what happens in the cinematics. Whereas in the PAL version, you only get the bullet list version, but you can change the language that it shows. peek behind the curtain uh that this, this is a very late edition of the show and uh i need to find better rips of these i think these might be from somebody playing the game i think we might be hearing sound effects <laughs> oh don't you love to see it or hear it in this case and when it's not on project 2612 i'm like oh no what do i do <laughs> well we've made a mistake all right let's see some answers so Jesse says A-B-A-C-A-B, -A -A -B, uh, incorrect. That's Mortal Kombat Blood Code, not the name of the game. Uh, Jesse says, uh, David says, game over, uh, which is not correct. And then John says, shut up and jam. That is also not correct. Wait, is that the, the Mortal Kombat code? ABACAP, I thought it was. Because that's. Abacab. Yeah. That's a, Blood Code. a Genesis song. Oh, they could. Oh, maybe that's why they made the Blood Code Mortal Kombat. Hmm. But, what? <laughs> but this is Phantom 2040 for the Sega Genesis. This was actually requested by Mork in our Discord. 
And I wanted to see about getting a second request in on the show tonight. So, Mork, this is for you. This is fan. This was Phantom Twenty Forty. Um, it is a platforming side-scrolling game based on the Phantom Twenty Forty um, animated series. Oh, is Billy Zane in this? No. Which is just, uh, man. Jesse well, White it predated to- that movie by several years, didn't it? <laughs> I believe so. They have time travel. Yeah. Takes place in the future. So it could have predicted sure, that Billy Zane yeah. would have been the Phantom. Yeah. They had supersonic jets and, uh, you know, knowledge of uh, Billy Zane as the Phantom. <laughs> it adds up. <laughs> Yeah, by 2040, they'll figure it all out. <laughs> yes, finally. See, it's a pretty good-looking game. Um, in terms of, like, the graphics remind me of X-Men 2 Clone Wars. Like, it's very... Um, just just good-looking, to put it simply. Um, Johnny, I'm, I'm going to just stop you. David, you're the comic guy. Uh, do you know anything about fucking the Phantom at this point? Like, what is... Uh, what's the deal here? Um, the Phantom, is, he was, uh, like, a... Pulp hero that had a newspaper comic, which I think is still running. Um, but yeah, hmm. he's amongst the the same kind of crew as like um, Flash Gordon and Doc Savage and The Shadow. Really? Yeah, that kind of thing. There huh. was actually God. Um, there was I think it was an animated show that was a crossover with a bunch of these like king syndicate newspaper characters together so there was like a magician the phantom i think doc savage was in it too it was really weird interesting i uh, i knew it was uh something a a like comic strip but i, I you know uh besides it being a comic strip and a billy zane movie i really didn't know anything about the phantom so I'm surprised to learn that somehow someone managed to make a game out of it. Like, it doesn't seem like the kind of thing that anybody was asking for. But, you know, maybe that's to my ignorance. I don't know. Like, it was the 90s. Maybe I I missed out on the Phantom craze. Um, In the 90s, there there was a period where, like, throwback... Hulk characters got movies because there was the Phantom, they did The Shadow with Alec Baldwin. Um, I want to say oh, there yeah. were one or two more. Like, I don't know why, but it was a it was a thing. Was Darkman one of those, or was that an original creation? It was an original, but it was very inspired by. Yeah, yeah, uh, don't forget Dick Tracy. I was about to say Dick Tracy. Yeah. Um, trying to think of what else we got. I'm, you know, I'm talking about 90s pulp. How can we not talk about pulp fiction? Never heard of it. Not exactly yeah. the same thing, but it's kind of the same thing. I mean, I'm looking at this box art right now. A lot it looks more like feet. The Phantom. It looks like the Phantom is probably shooting adrenaline straight into the heart <laughs> of this poor overdosing robot. <laughs> um, I assume that the there's probably a level that takes place in a '50s throwback cafe. Um, I'm looking it up, and order there cheese, is. You order a burger from Steve Buscemi, and then you dance with Uma Thurman uh, as the Phantom, of course. Wait. My main question, David, is saying- would Pulp Fiction be better if John Travolta was replaced with the Phantom? Yes. No. Yes. 
No? Uh, okay, hold I mean, on. Let's, nothing, let's... nothing against the Phantom, but I feel like John Travolta is <laughs> integral to that movie. Wait, does that mean he gets shot on the toilet? Yes. Spoilers. God, God that'd be real fucked up if you saw the Phantom getting all fucked <laughs> on the toilet. You'd be like, oh, Wouldn't it be great, Phantom. though, if the whole movie it's fucking Samuel L. Jackson yeah. in a black suit and his partner is the Phantom? Phantom. <laughs> you know, they got uh, McDonald's in the jungle. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Just I mean, I uh, someone needs to make it. Um, the Phantom. I mean, it was kind of John Travolta's comeback vehicle for a second there. So maybe, maybe we can replace a less essential character with the Phantom. You know, let's go around the horn real quick. Name a character in Pulp Fiction that you would recast with the Phantom, uh, Jesse. Um. Oh man, maybe the guy in the gimp suit. <laughs> the gimp? <laughs> it's just a phantom down there. And then it's Bring less confusing. Phantom. Phantom's asleep. <laughs> well, wake him up. <laughs> I guess it makes sense because the phantom kind of wears a skin tight bodysuit. Yeah. So, you know, it's just it's a purple gimp. Just Why make not? It purple. Johnny, a Pulp Fiction character that you want to replace with the phantom? Eli Roth's girlfriend, um, what was her name? He calls her Honey Bunny all the time. The ones that robbed the diner. Um, it's Tim Roth, not Eli Roth. Sorry, Tim Roth. Oh my god. Be different. The opening scene, it's Tim Roth in a Hawaiian shirt talking to his wife, the Phantom. Yes. I love you, the Phantom. I love you too, Honey Bunny. Everybody be cool, this is a robbery! That, you know, actually, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, David, you know, get, let's do a Pulp Fiction recast. What do you got? I would have to say, God. Whoever Steve Buscemi played, because I know he's in it. <laughs> yeah, he's the, he's the waiter at the 59 the waiter, yeah. So the Phantom's in Steve Buscemi with the Phantom. So the Phantom's yeah. in it for like two lines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want that burger uh, bloody as hell or burnt to a crisp? <laughs> it's kind of weird that you're the Phantom, isn't it? No, anyway. <laughs> well, because it was like a themed diner, right? So it makes sense to have the fucking Phantom be a waiter. I suppose so. You know, I don't know. I think Buddy Holly was probably more of a logical, you know, inclusion than the phantom uh, my choice would of course be christopher walken's character oh. uh, the general that comes back from the war to tell bruce willis as a young boy that his father kept a watch stuck up his ass um God, i always forget that's yeah. what that movie is from like that's the movie it's a fucking great movie man it's really good <laughs> it's got so much it's so deep and it's got so many things going on and yeah just picture a little kid and a phantom walks into his house and starts talking up with his watch yeah it's um god quality shit um, commentary god yeah just let's watch pulp fiction as though every character is the phantom <laughs> and comment upon that that guy yeah, billy bruce... zane was popular yeah <laughs> the guy that bruce willis just beat to death in the boxing match off screen the phantom right mm -hmm. yeah david do you remember who plays marvin who gets shot in the face the phantom it's <laughs> the Phantom. <laughs> yeah, we'd have to say the Phantom. Yeah, you know, I remember it, it, it's it's weird. I have memories of it being Phil Lamar, but no, it is the Phantom. Um, Phantom, please. Yeah. <laughs> right. God, yeah. What a got Uma Thurman as the Phantom. Is the Phantom? Now listen, you want to talk about fucking you know 
Pilfs. Um, <laughs> fucking Uma Thurman in the God. Phantom look. God, with Billy a, Zane ODs, it's so great. The Phantom with that wig on, man. Like, oh, hubba hubba. Um, yeah, okay. So let's all just fucking uh, go as off the rails as this episode has. And yes, we'll do a full Phantom Pulp Fiction discussion where, yes, uh, somehow in do- our eyes. Every character is the Phantom. We could probably AI this, right? We could like, do a double feature and watch the Phantom and then watch Pulp Fiction. And Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or watch Phantom 2040. That's actually the thing we're supposed to be discussing. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it's so fine. we watch the we watch the Phantom 2040, the fucking cartoon series about the Phantom, and then um, yeah, we'll uh, we then watch Pulp Fiction. It's uh, God, that's quality content, guys. We should fucking we should watch that movie and show. We could and maybe play this game. I don't know. We could take the movie Pulp Fiction, but every time somebody says fuck, it plays an entire episode of Phantom 2040, the animated series. <laughs> How many episodes are of Phantom? Uh, hopefully enough. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that's, so. actually, that's actually a good question. Hold on. How many episodes of Phantom 2040 are there? Uh, oh, well, shit, Jesse. There's 35. Okay. How many times do they say fuck in Pulp Fiction? <laughs> Okay, hold on. Let me go to that. <laughs> I that feel like, like it might be thing. slightly more than 35. <laughs> 36. Oh. God da- in a row? God damn it. <laughs> or 37. <laughs> oh. Uh, you guys want to do a quick prices right on how many times they say fuck in Pulp Fiction? <laughs> one. <laughs> okay. Johnny's in with one. So it's a bad way to start, Johnny. You should never do that for the first bit. <laughs> Jesse? Uh, 25. Okay, David. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Two hundred and thirty-seven. Oh man, David is easily the closest without going over. Uh, <laughs> they say fuck in Pulp Fiction two hundred and sixty-five times. Yes. Wow. So yeah, we could watch. We could watch the Phantom of twenty forty. What's that? We just uh, have to rewatch episode. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> just rewatch the the show several times. Oh, I hate this idea. <laughs> Yeah, suddenly I'm not into it. Yeah, I was I was into it when it was just you know um, you know that fantasy that you know Phantom wearing the fucking Uma Thurman wig, but uh, no, watching the whole cartoon series in the midst of Pulp Fiction, you know, feels like you're getting more cartoon than Pulp Fiction at some point. You know, given that there's 265 instances of having to watch the Phantom versus watching a two-hour movie, um, yeah. We'll, we'll workshop. Know, we're on the we're on the right track. We have a good idea here. We're out of weekends. <laughs> <laughs> this could be our marathon stream, guys. This could be what gets us big. Fucking people find out that we're doing the stupidest fucking thing. You know, the most downright esoteric thing possible. <laughs> like, yeah, these guys are these guys are watching a weird '90s cartoon every time someone cusses at Pulp Fiction. Yes, I'll uh, follow it that. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I've followed stupider things than that. So, guys, we could do it. Maybe we, maybe we could do it in shifts. Ooh, think about it. Uh-huh. Yeah, doesn't doesn't have to be just you know all of us or yeah. just one of us. We could fucking we could swap in Hot to tag. a whole big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um again uh, an idea that we need to work on. I don't, I'm not sure we're there. <laughs> 
But um, yeah, so uh, Phantom 2040, uh, done about as well as we can for a bonus game at this stage of this episode. What a fucking nightmare this episode's been. Um, well done, Johnny, bringing a fucking bonus game to this show. Um, it's, it's good that you had it in your back pocket. Who knew that we were going to need it? But man... I kind of want to go watch Pulp Fiction now. I mean, it's weird. I mean, and the Phantom. Yeah, it's strange. I got I got, a, you know, I got a Jones for the Phantom right now. Calculating computer activated. I'm just trying to say that Yoshi's cookie is pretty good, and you match Ooh. cookies. Can I say that? Can I? No. <laughs> like, fuck, man. Scoring complete. This That's a band T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> John Harrington. You, you said band's t-shirt? That's a pretty weird band name. It's a terrible band name. It's, it's also long. a t-shirt. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not sure why we made that one. But uh, yeah, if you wanted the Yoshi's Cookie, uh, you know, calculated computer sound on a t-shirt, you can no longer buy it. That's been deleted from our merch store due to copyright violation of all things. Um, but uh, more importantly, the episode's over and I've won. So, uh, man... Guys, it's uh, it's up to me to pick a theme for the next episode. And, of course, based on this episode, I got a fantastic theme in mind. Something that I was thinking about as I was picking Aerobiz Supersonic for this episode. Something that, like I said, had I rented Aerobiz Supersonic when I was a young man, if I uh, had rented it, I would have discovered it did not contain... What, you know, what I would call this, and I would have been pretty disappointed. I want games in which you play as a character that can fly. Um, you know, I don't want an airline simulation game. Don't bring me Aerobiz next week because there's not really a character in play in that. Don't fucking draw me a map of fucking airline routes, Johnny. Why are we used to doing it? No, no Arabic Supersonic was the sequel. Johnny could still use the original. Oh, it's a franchise, Jesse. Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, but yeah, no games in which you uh, in which your character can fly. Uh, you know, easy money. You know why? Because that's the best kind of game. A lot of a lot of fucking a lot of games let you uh, take flight, leave the ground for a short time. Uh, yeah, it, fly, it really doesn't uh, matter. Yeah, there, there don't need to be a, a lot of questions about it, Johnny. There don't. What? Oh. Well, what about <gasps> games where you fly sky high? Yes, Johnny, that counts. Ah, okay, beautiful. So what if... Wait, do, you, do you mean proverbially or something? What are you talking about? <laughs> what about games where the soundtrack says, I want to fly sky high? We've used most of those. Damn it. Yeah. Don't fucking do this, Johnny. Uh, you know, it, it's well documented. The, that very terrestrial racing game you're talking about. <laughs> uh, we've used it on the show. But yeah, no, games in which your character takes flight. There it is. You know, if you can leave the ground for a short time and not be forced back down to it, yeah, I'm not talking about a big jump. I'm talking about flying. It's, uh, it's valid. So. You know, it, it doesn't even have to be your character flying. Your character could be in a vehicle that flies. Your character could be in a level that is flying high above the ground. As long as your character leaves the ground in some flying manner, it's a good game. Flying for next house. Week. Could be a flying house. Well, you said a flying I mean, I guess, manner. 
I wouldn't call a you know Carl's house and up a manor, but you know he, you know, yeah. You're you're on track there, Jesse. You know you should write crossword puzzles with that kind of wit. Um, so yeah, um, flying characters next week. Game that tune. Um, it's uh, it's gonna be a good one. We're gonna fly sky high, not with Daytona tunes. Sorry, Johnny. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be a good one. So as for this week, it's over. Mercifully, it's time to say good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody watching on twitch.tv slash game that tune, where we are live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Good night, everybody listening in podcast form, where our podcasts come out Tuesday mornings at gamethattune.com or anywhere that you get your podcasts. Uh, good night, everybody checking out Patreon, patreon.com slash game that tune. It's the home for fantastic exclusives, uh, game that tune gems, mixtapes covered up movie commentaries, Game That Tune, VIP, radio, all kinds of fantastic things that you can get at uh, patreon.com slash Game That Tune. Uh, and you you support us, you support the show, you support the 20, uh, 24-7 video game music live stream at radio.gamethattune.com. That's gttradio.com for those who uh, want to get around their work blockers. Uh, check out Patreon. Support us. We love you guys supporting us. Special thanks of course and good night to the absurd fans Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, Phoenix Tier 2121, Beast Pond, and The Kerrigan. A fantastic group of uh, Patreon absurd fans and uh, edited out of this podcast guests that we have there at Patreon. Um, want to give a uh, thank you to our requester requesters tonight johnny took two requests i Fucking, did uh, what a man he is two in the pink. i'm saying wait what <laughs> <laughs> yeah hold on wait johnny thanks the requesters <laughs> i'd like to thank uh the kerrigan from our discord and mork from our discord Yes, Kerrigan, fantastic request. Mork, fantastic request. Make your requests in Discord. That's the best place to make them, or you can make them at GameThatTune.club, our fantastic social media site. Um, you know, Johnny, we really didn't do a good job of promoting the fact that you can probably find most of the tunes from tonight's episode using GameThatTune.club. Do you want to talk for 12 seconds about GameThatTune.club? So there's a bot on GameThatTune.club called the 2612 bot, as in the YM2612. I wish I'd named it in hindsight the YM2612 bot, because that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> but if you follow 2612bot at GameThatTune.club, uh, it posts a Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive slash Sega CD track every day. Um, randomly, random ass tracks. No repeats, just a random track every day. Yeah, and you know what? They're all pretty much bangers. So if you like random Sega Genesis tunes, you can find them at GameThatTune.club. It's kind of like what a lot of accounts probably tried to do on Twitter, but we're doing it at GameThatTune.club using Johnny's own design. So uh, check that out. Discover some new tunes. Uh, enjoy Sega Genesis or Mega Drive music. And um, yeah, that's... Uh, I think that's going to do it. Good night, everybody. The show's ending. And, uh, you know, I got to I gotta take you home with bonus tunes. And so it's time to take flight with a brand new game 
And you know, if you're uh, if you're one of those people that doesn't want to hear a song outside the context of its game, then I would say turn away at this time. And thank you for listening. But if you're somebody that wants to hear brand new music that's also available on GTTRadio.VIP or VIP service, we've got the Super Mario Brothers Wonder soundtrack. Oh. It's time to take flight with the airship theme from Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Maybe you've heard of it. Maybe you're playing it. I'm playing it. Would I say it's wonderful? Yes. Yes, I would. So we love you guys. Peace out, everybody. comes to mouthful disney's magical quest 2 the great circus mystery starring mickey and minnie is copyright 1994 capcom company limited virtual fighter 2 is copyright 1996 sega games company limited aerobiz supersonic is copyright 1994 koei company limited battle mania daijinju is copyright 1993 victokai elemental master is copyright 1993 technosoft phantom 2040 is copyright 1995 viacom new media I'll give John a second here. Let's fill some dead air. Woo! So what kind of feet you guys thinking about? Um, uh, none. Let's see. I'm thinking about fruit by the foot. Oh yeah. <laughs> our cat our our cat Minerva, her like toes, like her feet are kinda like this like nice like silvery color, but then her toes are white. 
And it's so freaking adorable. Her feet are so cute. No. Oh. I love a good pair of cat feet. Like, yeah. like my, my cat's got little white mittens. Yeah. It's all it's little paws are all white. We love calling him mittens. That's one of his nicknames. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. Our, uh, we have a neighbor's cat named Mittens, and and she's the friendlier of the two neighbor cats. And uh, she'll like roll around in front of you and let her let you pet her and stuff. So she's fun. Um, the other neighbor cat, Janet, she just likes to sit on our cars and hiss at us. But I've told her, <laughs> I said I'm gonna pet you one day, Janet. And then she's like, <laughs> but one day she's gonna let me pet her. Damn it, Janet. Yeah. I pet you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. I uh, have no cats in my life. You guys playing anything just... lately? Um, I I spent all weekend at the zoo this past weekend. I really played any games. Okay. David? I got very drunk at the zoo. You play any of that uh, Wonder game? Oh yeah, I think there was some some small little. Get, no, I'm not gonna do this bit. Yeah, Mario Wonder is fucking amazing. Cool, cool. Oh, I I beat Donkey Kong Country for um, Game That Tune Game Club. Oh, nice. Yeah, Game That Tune Game Club, Johnny. What's that? Ah, oh, it's a monthly thing we do on our Discord where we pick a game uh, for the month, and for the month of October, it's Donkey Kong Country, and then you go and you play it and you talk about it. And um, I managed to 101% the game, actually. Good job. Uh, so that was pretty fun. I played a I'm, little bit uh, of it. I forgot. I've, I've pl- I, I'm pretty good at that game. I, I kind of forgot about it until I started playing. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I played this a lot when I was a kid. I still remember where like, all the secrets are. You know. You think you could speed run it? No, wow. I don't think no. I can beat it in a respectable amount of time, but I'm not speedrun level. You think you could, like... But you, you know it well enough that you could probably just practice a bunch. You think maybe you could? Yeah, I could probably do pretty good in, like, a glitchless type category. You know, I yeah, don't yeah. know any of those... Because there's all those crazy glitches you can do where you just, like, turn into a ball and roll across the screen for the rest oh, of the yeah. level or whatever. Like, I don't know any of that shit. That, but that's just I, his dash attack. <laughs> but I know where the uh, like all the warps are, you know, to to skip, you know, to the end of a level. That's do you guys cool. know about that way to like? There's a warp you can do after being, I think, the first or second level and warp through like halfway through the game. Really? Wow! I was yeah. going to say, I did not know that game had warps. Yeah. So yeah, there's a few, and yeah, it's on the map screen after you beat one of the earlier levels. You know how you have the icon up here and you got the routes between levels, right? Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time, it's just a straight line between them, or maybe you curve. Uh, but there's a couple where it's actually a diagonal, like you go and then diagonal, right? Mm-hmm. And apparently the way it's all coded, um, if you hit the start level button at the exact right frame, right at that diagonal point, it triggers you like you're trying to go into a level and it just takes you to a level way later in the game. There's no like level coded there. Like, every point is technically a level spot. Uh, and those are supposed to be not accessible level spots. And if you do it, it's like, oh, shit, all right. It's kind of like doing a the world negative one warp in, in Mario. Like, it just doesn't really know where to send you. So it sends you to a ring tanking, which is a good chunk of the game. So, yeah, you can, uh, you, you, can, you, know. you, you can skip a lot. 
That's crazy. Yeah. I tried playing playing it and um I got to like the third like section of the world map or so. And um it just I don't know what it is. That game does not click with me very well. I you know, I tried, you know, a bunch and it's just I don't want to keep playing it for some reason. <laughs> Yeah, it just it just makes sense to me. It's apes. I get it, you know. Like I like the characters and stuff, and but just playing it is just I don't know, just something about it. It's probably just Avery. a me problem. <laughs> <laughs> I actually uh, back in the day, I actually I also I never one hundred two percent completed um, Donkey Kong Country two, but I did one hundred three percent complete Donkey Kong Donkey Kong Country three. That's Which is probably the worst of the games, but I like I liked it. I know people really don't care for Kitty Kong. Huh. I've been playing it off and on amongst other things, um, and I've been enjoying it, but not loving it. And I think it has something to do with like the physics. Like the jumping is very slippery to me. Hmm. I love it. You just gotta go, like, lean into it. You just gotta, you know, roll with it. <laughs> right. Oh! That joke was bananas. <laughs> Are we just monkeying around? <laughs> yeah, this show is a barrel of laughs. Johnny looks like an ape. What? <laughs> I wanted to see if he would do it for that one. <laughs> what happened to the cum one? Um, I, I swapped it out at some point. I don't oh. know why. I can swap back in. you didn't want to hear cum every time. <laughs> I think it was because the volume of that one was lower for some reason. I need it. I wanted to edit it to get the volume pumped up <laughs> oh, to match like, the rest of the board. That's kind of my issue. Every time I hit uh, it, it was like quiet. Need the louder cum. Yeah. Cum! <laughs> I will mm. say... The the music obviously is amazing. The like character sprites don't really hold up on an HDTV, but I was surprised at how good the backgrounds in that game looked. Like the backgrounds are amazing. Uh, do you play when you, I assume you're playing on Switch? Do you play with like the sharp pixels, or do you do do you do the like CRT filter? Um, I play with whatever the default is because I didn't think enough to change it. Yeah, that's you gotta turn on the CRT filter on those SNES games, in my opinion. They look so much better when they're a little blurry. Okay. Because uh, that's how CRT TVs were. They were a little blurry. And, uh, yeah. Because, yeah, a lot, of that, a lot of pixel art just doesn't look great as, like, straight pixel art when you blur it a bit. Got it. Uh, <laughs> especially, um... Oh, what was that game we did last time? Golden Sun? When I blurred that a little bit? It looked great. I was like, oh my god, this looks amazing. <laughs> like, Well, I mean, that's also the problem of the Game Boy Advance screen being this big. So <laughs> once you blow that up to any kind of larger proportion, it, it doesn't look well. Yeah. So yeah, yeah CRT filters absolutely needed for the Super Nintendo games and Sega Genesis games, all those. Um, I wish I could make it blurrier and shittier looking, to be honest, because like we weren't playing on great CRTs back in the day. They were pretty terrible. Just yeah. smack your TV a few times. 
You're using RF adapters? We didn't even have AV cables <laughs> at the time. Yeah. I remember I, when I bought my N64, it came with component cables, and our TV didn't have component slots in the back of it yet. And I was like, what the fuck? I can't play my... I had to wait till the next day to go buy the RF adapter. Yep, same. Same issue. Technically, I think you mean composite cables, but like, whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, like it came with the, you know, yellow, red, white, and I was like, what the fuck do I do with this? Yeah, what, what do I screw this in? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Excuse me, how do I set channel 3 on this? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is this crap? What channel is this one for? <laughs> Six? Oh, no. <laughs> But yeah, um, CUT filters, man. That's one thing I like about uh, various emulators like RetroArch and all that is you can really go crazy with the filters. And some of them go too far. Some like to because like CRTs would warp the screen a bit at the edges, and some filters try to recreate that effect. And I, I hate that so much because uh, they always do it more than like it really. I don't remember the screaming that warped back in the day. Maybe it actually was, and I just didn't notice, but. Anytime I set those kind of filters to really emulate a CRT, I'm like, oh god, this looks like garbage. <laughs> I do think it's funny that I don't use the filter for Donkey Kong Country, but in Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge, they have a bunch of CRT filters, and I use it in that game. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, let's see here, guys, a little bit of trivia. What the uh, fuck? <laughs> <laughs> we're free to come back. Why? Because that's how I, the show didn't... works, dummy. Yeah. Bullshit. I was gone for like 10 minutes. Why didn't you just soldier on? What the we fuck? Vamped. That's a bunch of wasted time. We vamped. Yeah. No, we, we did why? really well. We're good vamping. Yeah. I think we ought to wait a second for David here. Usually, by the time we get a song through, things are fixed, but uh, this might be taking a second. This is not a good night, oh, man. Dude. Yeah. The hell. So, I, anyway, so my cat issue, it, you know, it's not a major issue, but I got both my cats spayed today. And oh. so they were uh, hanging out uh, with their cones on and they've just been hiding under me and my wife's bed. But my wife was headed to bed at the start of the show. And then she comes out and to inform me that uh, both the cats are in the room, bouncing all over the place and their cones are off. Uh, huh. Not not generally a good idea for cats and stitches and whatnot. So had to go reattach those cones. Discovered that we don't have collars for our cats, and the geniuses at the spay clinic just kind of put the cones around their neck. Didn't attach them to anything. They were just sitting there. Hmm. Yeah. So the cones yeah. fell off. Jeez. The cone clipped think- the collar. You think they'd have some cheap little collar they would just give you along with the cone if you don't have a I collar? I agree. You know, yeah. I'm not sounding inhumane. I zip tied them. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, not to the point that the animals are dead. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah to the animals. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead. You know, Chase. Yeah, you can't have babies anymore. <laughs> You're out. You know. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. That was the sound of a zip tie closing. Oh, okay. Yeah, around it. <laughs> Around animal <laughs> neck, um, but yeah, no, they, you know. So I had to go back there. I had to get my fucking zip ties out of the closet. Fucking rig up a couple of collars. Catch the cats. Fucking oh. find find the cones. 
cones were under the bed in the middle of the fucking like I was crawling under the bed looking for cones. I didn't think you guys were gonna fucking postpone the goddamn show for all that. <laughs> like we didn't know how long you'd be gone. Yeah. I was so like, what? I'll be back in a second. <laughs> no, yeah, handle your biz. Goddamn, just like you know. We had a pretty good discussion about like what we were playing and stuff. We it was good how often well. is there a twelve minutes uh, trivia segment in between songs two and three? <laughs> Once tonight, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, well, how often do you run off to chase cats? I, I, exactly, it's extenuating circumstances. This is new for all of us, and we <laughs> adapted and the only way we knew how, and that was to talk about video games <laughs> and feet. So, David says, Keep going, and he'll be back ASAP. He had to literally hard reset his computer with the power button. All right, so we'll keep it moving then. Anybody that wants to join in as the new David, I'll give you the website address. <laughs> or we want to take a chance that maybe David's coming back on this. Yeah, you know. we could give him two more minutes if you want, like a couple minutes. Just in yeah, case. yeah. Hmm. I say we give it like twenty seconds. John, what games are you playing lately? Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Okay, you liking it? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My kid is uh, not the best gaming partner, but he's having fun. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. He's not handling the uh, anything resembling challenging platforming very well, but uh, he's getting the hang of it. He's having fun. It's, it's weird for this to be his first sight scoring Mario game. You know, it's a lot. <laughs> mm. <laughs> a lot going on in the game. Cool. Hmm. I want to play it. Yeah, it's good. I'll lend it to you. Uh, or if you uh, if you order using one of those uh, deals in uh, our Discord, maybe you'll get it by Christmas. Maybe. But, <laughs> yeah. So, eh, fuck it. Let's do some answers. All right. Answers. Whip them out. Oh, there he comes. Oh, here hey. comes David. Wait a minute. What? Nope. Is this Hello. David? It is I, David. Wow. Oh. Hi, David. Thank you. Thank goodness hi. you're back. <laughs> no, hi. Hi, Kerrigan. How are you? I am uh, nervous, but it's happy fine. to be here. It's okay. You have, a, you have a Twitch presence. You probably get more viewers than we do. Nothing to be nervous about. You've crossed over. Last time I had four, so I am basically famous now. Exactly. Yeah. That's enough. 99%, 99% is showing up, and you're here, so you're good to yeah. go. <laughs> Thanks. I don't know if you listen to the tunes or wrote an answer down, but we're revealing our answers now. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I I'm gonna do my best. All right. I'm just uh. Oh, nice. yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, Kerrigan uh, wrote, drew a smiley face. That's sadly incorrect. Uh, Johnny and John say Virtual Fighter Two. That is correct. Oh shit! David's oh. back. <laughs> Now you guys have to fight. <laughs> oh, oh no! Bye. <laughs> no, I didn't come oh, back, please. <laughs> oh, this episode's going oh, no. real smooth. <laughs> oh my god, I'm I'm a home wrecker. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what have I done? He walked in on us. Oh. <laughs> this is so awkward. You know, but this oh, can't oh, be the most awkward thing us. David's got me doing. Yeah. Um. I thought they were you. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Oh Bye. Ah! <laughs> wow, what a, what a useful drop-in. 
I, I keep switching layouts. <laughs> what an episode. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, there we go. Okay, well, thanks, Kerrigan, for popping in for the f- couple of minutes that we're going to edit out of the show because David's back. Uh, I thought Kerrigan was going to hang out and talk Virtual Fighter with us. David, yeah, what was David. your answer? Usually when somebody's up, I just start playing the second track, but we got two people up, and these tracks are all very short. So I don't want to... I'll show for a second until John gets back. When he gets back, let's just act like that. The song was ended, you know. Um, this is your game, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah. wow, that was so good. <laughs> just ended, John. Fuck. <laughs> Remember how we used to, after every song, go, mmm, yeah. Mmm, nice. Mm, yeah. And you then- know I, you know what ha- happened when we had Mike on? He was doing that stuff, and I was like, well, if the guest is going to do it, it's not as bad. <laughs> But then, you know, for, for newer viewers who maybe missed out on this whole thing, there uh, there was a podcast that reviewed our podcast and uh, pointed that out to us and put together a clip of us just making those sounds over porn music and mwah, that was so good. Ah, that was some I great critiquing we that. got. Was that? Do you do you still have the like just that sound? The no, not on me off the. Oh man, yeah. I mean, not to play right now, but like somewhere on your computer. Yeah. No. The ooh, uh, 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 okay. ooh.